Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Thursday, June 17th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's prices. At number one, we got BTC at $38,799, down 3.47%. At number two, we got Ethereum at $2,420, down 4%. At number three, Tether, $1, steady at 0.0%. Binance Coin at number four, $356.62, down 2%. Cardano at number five, $1.53, down 1.73%. Dogecoin number six, 31 cents, down 1.79%. Number seven, XRP, 85 cents, down 1.5%. USD Coin at number eight, $1.00%. And last, number nine, Polkadot, $23.61, down 2.58%. And actually, sorry, number 10, Uniswap, $22.59, down 2.95%. All right, so let's take a look at the Crypto Fear and Greed Index. Uh, Today is 26 fear. Yesterday was, again, fear, but at 33 Last week at this time was extreme fear at 21, and last month of this time, extreme fear at 21 as well. And fear and greed index actually says extreme fear is when can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So uh, today we've got a bunch of articles. Uh, I would just read out the the article names. U.S. regulators are terrified of stable coins. They're dangerous to bother or they're dangerous to both their users and as they grow to the broader financial system. Article number two says Bitcoin analyst explains why BTC will hit $250,000 before 2022. Article number three is banks edge closer to Ethereum 2.0 staking. Article number four, over 99% of the current Bitcoin supply held by only 10% of BTC addresses. Article number five, privacy, cryptocurrency increases by more than 40,000. Whoa, wait a minute, 40 million percent in one day. Uh, Article number six is beyond Bitcoin. These altcoins are super popular. And last but not least, Facebook coin DM offering pre-sale discount for early investors. So yes, again, I just like to say thank you to all the Daily Crypto Take listeners. Again, this is a fairly new channel, so I'd love if you can just share, like, subscribe, and let's get to it. Let's go to number one. U.S. regulators are terrified of stable coins. They're dangerous to both their users and as they grow to the broader financial system. U.S. regulators have rung the alarm bells over the recent rise in stablecoins, cryptocurrency tokens that have a fixed price and are backed by fiat currency reserves. The total market capitalization of all stablecoins combined broke $100 billion, showing more and more investors throwing their weight behind the tokens, according to Bloomberg. And that has lawmakers concerned. Officials from the Federal Reserve recently started to warn the public and private investors that consumers are left extremely vulnerable. So it's dangerous and unchecked. Money being exchanged using stablecoins could also be a sign that illicit activity is going on as they are issued privately 
echoing lawmakers' criticisms of cryptocurrencies being used for illegal purposes. They're dangerous to both their users and as they grow to the broader financial system. Lev Menand, an academic fellow at Columbia Law School, told a Senate banking subcommittee last week as quoted by Bloomberg. Consumers are at risk of losing money on stablecoins. Administration officials are warning. The tokens could also end up fragmenting the U.S. financial system and raise costs for U.S. households. Senator Elizabeth Warren recently compared stablecoins to wildcat notes, bank notes issued in the early 1800s that later turned out to be unbacked by the bank and left many Americans empty-handed. So the CBDCs, the news comes after the Federal Reserve announced it is looking into establishing a central bank digital currency, CBDC, a currency that would technically directly compete with stablecoins. Tether, the largest stablecoin by market capitalization, recently was embroiled in controversy after New York's attorney general accused the Hong Kong-based company of not actually having the cash it was handing out. The token was promptly banned from the state in February. Apart from banning stablecoins, lawmakers are still not in agreement as to do and what to do with them, but more states may soon follow New York's lead. So again, when we look at the title, U.S. regulators are terrified by stablecoins. What do you think? Comment below. Article number two is Bitcoin Analyst Explains Why BTC Will Hit $250,000 Before 2022. Here, uh, venture capitalist and Bitcoin analyst Tim Draper has reiterated that by 2022, Bitcoin would trade at $250,000. I think I'm going to be right on this one, Draper tells CNBC. Make it during an interview. The Bitcoin analyst predicted $250,000 in 2018 when a number one digital asset trades at $8,000, according to Coinbase. However, despite the crash in Bitcoin, he remained stead with his prediction. While emphasizing his verdict, he said, I'm either going to be really right or really wrong, but I'm pretty sure that it's going in that direction. The idea behind the Bitcoin analyst verdict is the fact that by 2022, the crypto would have been much more in use. Give it about a year and a half and retailers will be on an open node, a Bitcoin payment processor. So everybody will accept Bitcoin, Draper says. Draper also notes that now just few major companies like receive Bitcoin payment through third-party firms. He mentions Microsoft, PayPal, Overstock, Whole Foods, Starbucks, and Home Depot. He also states that the digital asset is largely seen as a store of value, like gold, rather than currency. He gives another reason for his bullish prediction, stating that the fixed value of Bitcoin, pegged at 21 million and 18 million, are in circulation with 3 million left, will make its value go higher. Then beyond that, I think Bitcoin continues up because there are only 21 million of them, says Draper. By virtue of its code, only 21 million Bitcoin can be bind. So far, more than 18 million Bitcoin are already in circulation. So Bitcoin analyst Draper compares BTC to Doge. He compared Bitcoin to Dogecoin also in his analysis while explaining why BTC will hit $250,000. The Bitcoin analyst says no engineer works on Dogecoin to improve it 
but rather almost all engineers have their focus on Bitcoin, which had its first upgrade in four years recently, Taproot. This will unlock more privacy and other potential like smart contracts on the Bitcoin blockchain for the foremost crypto asset. Bitcoin is sort of like Microsoft in the software world or Amazon in the e-commerce world, Draper says. He believes Bitcoin will be the center of all financial activity for the next two to three decades. So yes, Bitcoin analysts explains why BTC will hit $250,000 before 2022. What do you think? Will it reach that high or do you think not so? Comment down below. Article number three. Banks edge closer to Ethereum 2.0 staking. So Switzerland-based Signum Bank is helping institutional clients get staking rewards from the new Ethereum network, and they're not alone. Banks could be one day be key participants in Ethereum 2.0. It's a trend that will soon garner as much attention as institutional interest in Bitcoin says firms like Block Diamond and Bison Trails, which provide the infrastructure to make running a staking node on Ethereum 2.0 low risk and easy to deploy. These hand-holding intermediaries in the staking arena have been surprised by the pipeline of large companies looking to get involved in Ethereum's next generation network. The network's proof of stake, POS, overhaul provides rewards akin to interest demonetizing Ethereum at, at a time when yields in traditional savings vehicles remain paltry. There are some large banks worth working with, but the regulatory sequencing is important to them. And so, unfortunately, we can't name them at this moment, says Constantine Richter, founder and CEO of Block Damon, which just closed a $28 million founding round that included Goldman Sachs. Staking goes institutional. Unlike Bitcoin's energy-intensive crypto mining system, which seems to be under continual attack from critics these days, the next generation of blockchain network uses POS, where blocks of transactions are added to the chain by consensus of individuals, each holding tokens on the network. Staking validators earn a return for having their tokens locked up on the network, but can also lose some of their stake known as slashing if they do not behave consistently or as expected. There are a number of POS blockchains in operation today, such as Polkadot, Cardano, and Algorand, but the most eagerly awaited is the transition of Ethereum away from proof of work. Ethereum 2.0 is a really big deal, said Richter, who predicts the transition will make holding ETH in a wallet and earning interest as simple in form as holding a checking account with a bank. You simply have a wallet with ETH and it's earned interest automatically, he said. Proof of Swiss. When it comes to offering institutional staking, probably the most progress has been made in crypto-friendly Switzerland. For instance, digital asset bank Signum is now offering 2.0 Ethereum staking as a per an announcement shared exclusively with Coindesk. It's not the first foray into staking for Signum. A couple of months ago, the crypto bank allowed its asset management, hedge fund, and family office clients to stake on the Tezos blockchain. It's part of an incipient suite of digital asset yield-bearing opportunities being offered by Signum, which earlier this week announced support for a clutch of major decentralized finance DeFi tokens.
Signum's Ethereum staking service will involve locking up multiples of 32 ETH for a currently undefined period of time until the transition to Ethereum 2.0. This is expected to generate a yield of between 8% and 6.5% per annum, according to Thomas Eichenberger, head of business units at Signum Bank. Given its market cap and the importance of the network, Ethereum is getting a lot of attention among institutional clients who are not necessarily knowledgeable about the entire space, but want to focus on some of the largest coins as a first step, Eichenberg said in an interview. Signum's institutional staking is bank-grade, said Eichenberger, using hardware security provider Securiosis to handle the withdrawal keys. Ethereum 2.0 staking involves both a validator key and a withdrawal key. On the digital asset custody side, Signum leverages the custom bit digit solution, which involves Swiss tech provider Medico, a provider of crypto safekeeping to banks like BBVA, Standard Chartered, and Gazprom Bank Switzerland. So one of our target client segments is other banks, said Eichenberger. When we talk to these banks, there's always a question about offering staking on what tokens and how can you make that available to us and our end clients as well. Not to be outdone, the main other digital asset bank in Switzerland, Seba Bank, is also about to launch Ethereum 2.0 staking. According to Matthew Alexander, Seba's head of digital assets, we at Seba are on the cusp of launching staking services to our clients, he said in an interview, adding, quote, institutional staking is a game changer because it blows traditional yield products out of the water. So on the other hand, tax nightmare, while instructional uh, interest in Ethereum goes beyond simply trading the token. There are wrinkles still to be ironed out when it comes to earning yield on tokens. We've been doing a lot of education sessions with the major banks, said Evan Wise, head of business operations at Bison Trails, which was acquired by cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase in January of this year. The technological integration and upkeep of a staking node is not too much of a challenge and can be simply be outsourced but it's the regulatory gray areas like tax and accounting that need to be buttoned up before large institutions can really be getting comfortable. Wise said lots of progress has been made by the Proof of Stake Alliance, which is working closely with the IRS on the topic. Right now, receiving a staking reward and it being classed as a taxable event is a tax nightmare, both for token holders, but also for tax authorities, said Wise. The goal is to treat staking rewards as any type of new property. So it's never income when you create that new property. It's income when you sell and dispose of it. The added clarity is especially needed given the plethora of POS protocols hitting the market, said Wise. Can you name a proof-of-work token that's launched already or recently? Well, what do you think? Can you comment below? So moving on. I just want to say thank you to all the listeners and subscribers so far. I've been getting a lot of comments and a lot of uh, feedback on the platform right now. If you have a recommendation, please comment below or reach me out uh, by email. I'd love to hear what you think about the new channel. So again, please like, share, and subscribe. And thank you for all your support. Let's keep on going.
So next article calls for over 99% of the current Bitcoin supply held by only 10% of BTC addresses. So a significant share of Bitcoin's current supply remains highly concentrated in a few wallets, casting the spotlight on the asset's decentralized nature. According to data by cryptocurrency intelligence platform Coinmetrics, as of June 14th, 2021, the Bitcoin supply held by the wealthiest 10% addresses stands at 18,559,085. The amount accounts for 99.05% of all the current circulating 18,735,681 Bitcoin supply as of June 15th, 2021. The Bitcoin supply data is according to CoinMarketCap. Elsewhere, the amount held by rich addresses represents 88.37% of the 21 million maximum cap Bitcoin supply. So looking at that graph, you can see that, yeah, there's a hard max at 21 million and 18,559,000 are held by the 10% of Bitcoin addresses. So the richest Bitcoin addresses potentially belong to entities like crypto exchanges and institutions that have control over high capital. For exchanges, they hold Bitcoin for millions of retail investors who are seemingly trusting their assets with hot wallets despite the security risks. Generally, some users prefer to control multiple addresses. Furthermore, one address can hold Bitcoin from multiple users, a scenario that perfectly suits digital assets exchanges. For individual holders in this category, there is a possibility they cheaply accumulated Bitcoin in the early years. Additionally, some of the wallets remain dormant since owners might have lost their passwords. Early adopters of Bitcoin operate in an environment where there was minimal focus on securing crypto assets. Determining the holders of each wallet remains a challenge over the anonymous nature of Bitcoin. However, this group still has a massive influence on the assets price movement. So Bitcoin mining also under scrutiny for centralization. Besides concerns regarding the Bitcoin whales, the assets mining sector has also come under heat from critics. Away from the regulatory woes, Bitcoin mining has been mainly carried out in China, in regions with cheap and abundant electricity supply like Inner Mongolia. Notably, when mining activities are interfered in these regions, Bitcoin's price is known to enter into volatility. So in May's Bitcoin's value corrected by almost 50% from April 15th, all-time high of 64,800 after China declared crackdown on mining. According to authorities, Bitcoin has the potential of destabilizing the financial system. The centralization concerns have also hit the distribution of rights to hashing power. There are fears with only a few companies in the ASIC manufacturing business, the process might be prone to interference. So when we look at the crypto Bitcoin supply is held only by 10% of BTC addresses. 99% is really high. That's already close to 100. Do you wish that you could be in that 99%? Do you wish that you could be part of the 10% BTC addresses? Comment below. Next up, article talks about privacy cryptocurrency increases by more than 40 million percent in one day. Are you sure it's 40 million? Well, 
cryptocurrencies are known for their volatility and privacy could have shown that by having an increase increase in value by over 4 million percent it is incredible how this visual currency recently a total of unknown capitalized among the four best tokens so the cryptocurrency rise was made on a single night leaving popular tokens like shiba inu and dogecoin ridiculous according to coinmarketcap.com the previous price was at a high of $3,563.70. The cryptocurrency was priced at $0.008814. That's on Tuesday night. So privacy ranks among the best cryptocurrencies. With this price rise, the cryptocurrency was almost the best token, such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. However, crypto fans think that the token's capitalization occurred by a mistake and not or- organically. Investors blame coin market cap for powering a worthless cryptocurrency. Genesis Network founder Ajit Kurhana said a token called Priv in the crypto privacy is similar. Kurhana suggests that the coin market cap company may have confused the names, but it is a mistake they will soon correct. From what token website indicates, Privacy is a P2P crypto that is a new BTC version. The technology with which the token works are very similar to Bitcoin, but it's not a popular or volatile. But the crypto that CoinMarketCap got confused with is Priv, Perp, in charge of tracking private currency prices. Priv does not have a commercial value in the market. It is only in charge of promoting the transfers of private blockchains. So, it is a beneficial mistake. Coin market cap may have been confused by showing that privacy had reached its all-time high, but this may otherwise help the token. Before Tuesday night, the cryptocurrency was unknown, and now all investors talk about it. Here, the coin market cap confusion can be beneficial for the current token market. Thus, the crypto could have a good future ahead. The cryptocurrency is traded on two exchanges, StakeCube and Crex24 and maintains a 0.006341 to 0.0072 price valuation. But Priv Perp is a trading today at $3,600. The investor can observe that the uptrend that CoinMarketCap showed on the crypto privacy and Priv Perp does not correlate. The company may announce this internal failure in the next few hours and apologize to its investors. In this way, the trader also understands that the crypto market also exhibits its failures eventually. People on the lookout for the hot token may need to ask for their money back. On the bright side, the cryptocurrency has not lost value. It has gained more fame and could perhaps gain even more valuation for its mistaken investors. So yeah, take a look at that. 40 million percent in one day. Was that a beneficial mistake? Do you wish that you were in it? Comment below. Next up, article is Beyond Bitcoin. These altcoins are super popular. And we got a screenshot here of Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. He just made his own uh, VFriends NFT. So take a look at it, research about it, and think if you want to get in on it. So let's take a look. Bitcoin and Ethereum are the Coke and Pepsi of crypto. Their combined value of about $1 trillion accounts for nearly two-thirds of the overall $1.6 trillion in digital currencies worldwide. 
But just as some soft drink fans prefer Dr. Pepper, there are also plenty of other alternatives in crypto, more than 10,000 of them, according to research site CoinMarketCap. Many of these altcoins have legitimate niche use cases for specific industries. They aren't started as a joke crypto like Elon Musk's beloved Dogecoin and his canine cousin, Shiba Inu. One of the better performing pairs of cryptos this year are two related tokens that are geared toward online content creators, Theta and Theta Fuel. Theta has soared almost 400% in 2021, while Theta Fuel is up an astounding 1,700%. Both run on a blockchain known as Theta Network and allow PC users with an unutilized bandwidth to share video streams with others on the network. The reward, well, they're able to mine tokens. Data has impressive backers from the digital media world, including YouTube co-founder Steve Chen and Twitch co-founder Justin Can, who are Data advisors. Meanwhile, many other altcoins are generating more attention in the crypto investing community. Many of those investors say this is just the beginning. This is still the early days for blockchain networks. Many others are getting built out, said Greg King founder and CEO of Osprey Funds, a firm that is investing in cryptocurrencies. Not all of them are trying to imitate Bitcoin. King said he's focusing on two smaller coins, Polkadot and Algorand. King described Polkadot as like an internet of blockchains that helps connect different networks and transfer coins between them. And he said, Algorand is a more eco-friendly green crypto than Bitcoin, which has been criticized by many, including Musk, for the massive amount of energy that is used by people who mine the crypto on massive servers. Algorand are distributed in a more energy-efficient way because they are part of the so-called proof-of-stake distribution that randomly selects blocks to distribute to users, as opposed to being rewarded to people mining big chunks of the currency. King thinks investors should focus more on cryptos and tokens like these two, which have legitimate uses, and not get caught up in the hype and noise of things like Dogecoin, which is up more than 6,000% this year, thanks in large part to tweets from Musk, despite being a joke. Meme coins are a little distracting, but I guess it's part of the libertarian side of crypto, said King, referring to the fact that people who are skeptical of government-backed currencies tend to flock to digital coins. There will be a lot of tokens ranging from silly to serious and many in-betweens, he said. Michael Sikorsky, chairman of Copia Wealth Studios, agreed. He said that his firm down, does own Ethereum and Bitcoin, but that it also holds uh, several other altcoins that are less mainstream. Sikorsky said Copia Wealth Studios had positions in Cardano and Polygon, two other cryptos that are similar to Algorand in that they are not mined by energy-hungry supercomputers. We're getting our beak wet, Sikorsky said, but he added that investors have to keep in mind that these these other cryptos remain volatile. So altcoins are not for the faint of heart, but they are not going away either. This is becoming a real asset class, said Charlie Silver, CEO of Permission.io, which has a token named Ask that is aimed at e-commerce advertisers. But he warned that successful altcoins must have real utility. Those that are just gambles won't be good for the industry. Silver said, but we do see this as the next big wave of investing. 
So yeah, beyond Bitcoin, these altcoins are super popular. Which altcoin do you think is really popular at right now? Comment below. All right, let's move on to the last one. And today is the big topic, Facebook. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Facebook coin DM offering pre-sale discount for early investors. So Facebook's DM has announced it is offering a pre-sale discount on its token for early investors. Quote, you can participate in the birth of DM and be one of the first buyers. Buy DM coins now with cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Bitcoin Cash. It was first announced as Libra in June 2019. The project's initial plans for a worldwide cryptocurrency has since been scaled back significantly. This was due to several bumps in the road, including the withdrawal of significant partnerships, as well as pacing at the hands of several political figures who raised objections based on Facebook's less than stellar data privacy track record. This pre-sale indicates the project is close to launching, but considering Facebook's reputation, is DM doomed to fail before it even starts? So we got a question. What is Facebook DM about? It's rare that the consensus surrounding a project coming from both authorities and the crypto community is negative. But DM has achieved that unenviable feat ever since its existence became public knowledge two years ago. According to the DM white paper, the project is a highly scalable payment system that will complement sovereign financial infrastructures to empower billions. Quote, our objective is for the Libra payment system to integrate smoothly with local monetary and macroprudential policies and complement existing currencies by enabling new functionality, drastically reducing costs, and fostering financial inclusion. DM has gone to great lengths to disassociate itself from Facebook. The white paper mentions Facebook only once and in the capacity of being a founder of the Association Council. This is stated with great emphasis on Facebook having no special rights over any other members of the Association Council. Members include Anchorage, Addressin Horowitz, Coinbase, Lyft, Shopify, Spotify, and Uber. The announcements keep coming. Last month, the DM Association announced a shift in strategy to focus on the US. This meant forming a new company, DM Networks US, as well as a partnership deal with Silvergate Capital Corp. Additionally, Silvergate Bank will be the sole issuer of the DM USD stablecoin token. DM was initially pitched as a token pegged to a basket of multiple different currencies. But with the shift in focus towards the U.S. comes a revised plan to peg the DM token solely to the U.S. dollar. So it will run on a Facebook app wallet called Novi, rebranded from Calibra, enabling money transfer in a similar fashion to sending a message. Rumors are that this will make this way to WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, and a Facebook Marketplace. While the crypto community gives little love to DM, the thing to know is that Facebook users aren't necessarily crypto enthusiasts to begin with. As much as Facebook is a platform we love to hate, DM really could be what brings crypto to the masses. So yeah, are you a Facebook user? Do you have a Facebook account? In the future, when Facebook coin DM offers its pre-sale discount for early investors, do you want to get in? What do you think it's going to look like in five years? Why don't you comment below? All right, so that sums it up for today. Uh, let's end it off with, again, the 
crypto prices. At number one, we got BTC at 38,789. Ethereum at number two at $2,420. Tether at number three, $1. Binance coin number four at $357.37. Cardano at number five, $1.53. Dogecoin at number six, 31 cents. XRP at number seven, 85 cents. USD coin at number eight, $1. Polkadot at number nine, $23.66. And number 10, Uniswap at $22.66. So there you have it. That's Dave's daily crypto take for today. Again, thank you so much for all the listeners and subscribers. Please show me the love. I appreciate all the support and I'll see you in the next one. Have a good day and make it a good one. Peace.